Hey, everybody, and thanks for tuning in to the Effort of Community Church weekly podcast, a conversation with our pastors and leaders meant to continue encouraging you to know God, know freedom, know purpose, and make a difference. Hey, good morning, Effort of Community Church. It's great to be with you once again for our weekly podcast, joined by Jim Ehrman and the Three Wise Men. Good That's morning, right. Jim. Well, that makes four. Yeah, it <laughs> does. We have a party here. I'm really Matt, excited. Matt and the Three Wise Men. They're yeah. on his side of the table. So I uh, just want to thank Drew, uh, who is behind the camera all the time, and he created such an awesome backdrop here for our Christmas theme. We actually have our Advent series, which is starting in a couple weeks, but until then, we'll be hearing from Jamie Redkay this coming weekend, Joel Bomberger the following. That's right. So yeah, we have some exciting things coming up here in the coming weeks. Yeah, really excited about one that. One of the things I love about what we have coming up, just like we were supposed to have Barry this last week, he couldn't make it. Kevin jumped in with a great message on Thanksgiving, which we're going to talk about in a second, but just Jamie Redkay and then Joel Bomberger coming mm-hmm. up, these are trusted people who we believe we come and say come and bring the word of the Lord for us. Um, And really looking forward to Jamie this week. She's talking about Emmanuel, God with us, particularly from the angle of when you don't feel seen. Uh, And and it's such a wonderful Advent theme of the waiting and the anticipation, and yet God says, I still see you even in the anticipation and the difficulty. So looking forward to it. Yeah, no kidding. And and as you mentioned, Kevin brought the word this past week. Um, a little bit of a play on words. Instead of saying Thanksgiving, uh, thanks living. You know, a lifestyle of being thankful. And, and the uh, the foundational verse he used comes out of Second Timothy chapter three. Uh, he played a little game. Which of these do not? Which of these is not like the other? As he said, and he's got this list. Um, you know, uh, talking about people who are going to be uh, disobedient to parents. Man, that's the worst as a yeah. father now. Unloving, irreconcilable, Sinners. malicious gossips, without self control, brutal, haters of good, treacherous. And then one of the words in there is ungrateful. Yeah. And he really wanted to hone in on the fact that, like, man, is ungrateful really rising to the level that some of these other things do? Um, being malicious and, and haters of good and ungrateful. Um, and so he did just obviously a great job in really um, helping us to see that gratefulness, thanksgiving, is a big deal yeah. in our walk with Jesus, and equally so being uh, the opposite of which is complaining and, and grumbling is is treacherous, is is really destructive to our walk with Jesus. And that's the message he brought. Jim, what did you get from it? It reminded me... Well, first, it reminded me of something... I used to lead a lot of short-term outreaches. Many of you know I was with Youth with a Mission. Probably led 25, maybe 30 of these things. And it's funny, on many of them, I would oftentimes start our training and our prep before we leave by saying, hey, there is one rule that I want us to follow, and I'm telling you it'll make for a better trip. And I always said this, um, no one's allowed to state the obvious. (laughs) And and that was this, like in other words, man, it's hot, or wow, I'm hungry, because We've learned that all grumbling and complaining starts mm. by one person stating the obvious, and because it fuels something, us it's just a chain reaction yeah. of the next person ups that obvious a little bit, yeah. and before you know it, you have complaining, then grumbling. Wow. And I used to say on the outreach, hey, just do me a favor, no one police each other when someone sever says something that's obvious. Right. And obvious, but negative. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah you yeah. couldn't be like, "Oh, look, God's moving." Yeah. <laughs> Don't <laughs> no, stop say that. that. <laughs> um, no, it's just, man, because because it was so funny. Kevin did pull it out and said, "Which of these is not like the other?" Yeah. And you think, like, "Wow, that's really true." I saw that when I used to lead teams, man. As soon as we get into complaining and grumbling, everything starts to go sideways. Yeah. Man. It's like it's foundational that 
So let's reverse it to the positive. There's something that's about gratefulness and thankfulness, which was your question to me, yeah. where we've seen power released from it. Have you seen it anywhere? Yeah, well, in a very personal way where sometimes I feel I'm navigating something in mm-hmm. life, and instead of just harping on it and you know expressing my frustrations to Misha about it or whomever, I actually have had really beautiful moments I can look back on where I paused and purposefully decided to say, you know what, I'm going to take the next however many minutes and just start speaking out thankfulness. Mm-hmm. And and uh, the way I went about it was just stating the obvious, mm-hmm. which was like, I'm thankful for the gospel. I'm thankful for salvation. I'm thankful for, you know, it says in James, every good thing comes mm-hmm. from comes God. From the, the Father of Lights, Father it of says. Lights, right. And... Um, and so I just started, man, all the ridiculous things, like thank you for water, thank you for health, thank you for uh, your presence, your word, thank you for the scriptures, thank you for the abiding Holy Spirit. And I just, whatever came to mind, I just started uh, thanking him for it because it wasn't so much about the individual things as much as it was a posture that I took on that had actually spiritual um, benefits beyond what I could measure in the moment, except for the fact that when that wave of thankfulness kind of subsided and I just moved on in life, I was in a different position uh, spiritually in my soul than Mm -hmm. I was prior to. That's right. And Kevin mentioned it, um, just some basic studies that have been done on what grateful hearts do for your overall mental health, for your physical Mm -hmm. well-being, that gratefulness is something that we can cultivate. Now, I do want to say this. I tend to find that being grateful and being thankful starts as a discipline way yeah. before it ever becomes an art, yeah. right? Like, and actually, it feels pretty awkward at first uh, when you're trying to practice the art. Yeah. You, you're trying to get to the art of thankfulness. You actually have to do the yeah. discipline of thankfulness first. Right. And I used to. Uh, one good example was again um, in a in a YWAM school that I was once leading. There was this one girl that she was so positive. She she carried such gratefulness. But I have to tell you, she was annoying at first to all of us mm-hmm. because anytime we were starting the grumbling, complaining, or not even having a positive perspective, she would kind of insert um, the gratefulness or insert thankfulness or that insert is annoying. positivity. And at first, it's like, right? Because <laughs> it's almost like you're being mildly convicted. Yeah. And you and I, I remember like a couple of us would almost team up on her, but that girl had such resilience and strength in what Man, she knew. You sound like a terrible happened. guy to go dude, on I know, teams dude. with. I am the worst outreach guy ever, but man... Stop I, stating the obvious. When I you know do where it. to get the best tacos in Monterey, so you might want to hang out with her. But all that to say, um, I just think uh, I love people that... And maybe this holiday season we can be that kind of person where mm-hmm. stuff comes up, what's it mean to sow in the possibility or to sow in yeah. the positive of what God's doing? And we can shift environments, and that's another thing. So it's it's not just a release of my own mental health or well-being, but we can shift the yeah. actual environment of people around us. It costs us a little bit, though, because yeah. we, we seem a little naive at yeah. first, but anyway... Yeah, and, and not concerning ourselves with so much of how other people are going to perceive me sure. other than saying, hey, this is this is the proper and right way right. to stand before the living God on the earth, you yeah. know, is to live in a position of, of being um, mindful of the goodness that God has, has poured out. Absolutely. Can I hit one more thing I heard this weekend? No, no, we got to move on. So, um, No, is that, is that how you experienced that? <laughs> No, yeah, I please. actually just thought of something I remember, okay. and I'm more afraid that I'm going to lose it. Okay, please don't um, lose it. That's right. I wanted to talk about, um, I think our pastor spoke really directly to us this week, okay. and I think it's our job to pause and note that. For anyone who might be listening, Kevin 
thinks that we live in an, in a moment where we're particularly prone to social complaining. Yeah. Complaining yep. about that which is around us, that which we've entered in a kind of agreed upon social contract with, whether that's um, our our local leaders, um, leaders of nonprofits or stuff we care about, or whether or not it's government. He says we are particularly falling prey. And when I say we, I think he's even just referring to us as a church. We are falling prey to a spirit of the age right now of about complaining of the other mm-hmm. without actually doing the kind of careful Matthew 18 stuff that's mm-hmm. laid out for us when we start to experience offense with the other. It's just too easy to, to complain and to blast people right now. Mm-hmm. And I heard our pastor looking at us and going, yeah. hey, I need you to go out and move in the opposite spirit to that. Yeah, he, did you hear he that, did, or am I making that up? I did not hear My him own say personal that. Personal conviction. He he actually said, "Knock it off." Uh, exactly. That's what he said. That's exactly. He I said, it. "Knock it off," you know, yeah. and I felt. The discipline of my father. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> but well, no, well-deserved discipline of our father. But to your point, I mean, it's exactly right. And it's it, there's a current in culture that just can sweep you up in it if you're not purposefully going against that, which is, and it is, um, even in the church, being thankful, and maybe it's just just the reality of living in the world that we live in, not just specific to 2021, but, yeah. you know, um, across history, that to... Live in a position and, and, and direct your life from a position of thankfulness actually goes against the current yeah. of what you could easily, without trying, be swept up in. That's right. Um, yeah. And we justify complaining sometimes. Can, if I could be really direct and take Kevin's kind of admonition to the next level. We justify our complaining of others around propositions we hold dear. Well, it's because I'm protecting this thing, which is a clear, clear biblical precedence or pros- sure. proposition, or it's because of this, and if we don't, uh, you know what happens. You give the devil an inch, he takes a mile. Mm-hmm. And I think, I think that we get so into our propositions, we forget that Jesus was as much about posture as he was about proposition. Yeah. It was, I mean, if anyone had the right to come and deliver a pretty good critique mm-hmm. of culture, um, it was Jesus. Yeah. But yet he came among us, and he translated the message to us in a way that we could hear it. And he honored us in the midst of even what he was trying to rebuild in us. And that was the posture of Jesus, not just the yeah. propositions. And I think what Kevin was reminding us is some of us are so into, quote, our propositions, the way we think things are, that we've actually lost the spirit of how yeah. Christ carried himself. And that's when all of a sudden um, confrontation becomes complaining. Yeah. And, and that that is something that I think... Um, Kevin was reminding us about yeah. this week. Anyway. Well, I love it. And obviously we have Thanksgiving this week. And Thankful. Um, so whether you're watching this live um, or you're watching this after Thanksgiving, uh, happy Thanksgiving to you. But we encourage you to take a moment, you know, grab a journal and just start writing out uh, what you're thankful for and, and take it. Um, not just as like, you know, it might start as a discipline, but, uh, you know, one thing I need to be purposeful is to pause and and write out in my journal, like, I am thankful for yeah. these things. It is it is just as much of a healthy discipline as it is spiritual warfare at times, right. you know, because there is there is an enemy that wants to pull us down and yeah. drag us and, down. Uh, and voices and, in our own heads that yeah, bring us down, right? Exactly. The enemy so, likes to amplify. Good. So true. Good, good, good reminder. We uh, we always love this, take one step. Yeah. So we're not talking here about going out and trying to change everything in the world at this moment. We're simply saying this practice the presence of God in and through gratefulness and see what happens. It's going to be a powerful thing. Agreed.
Yep. Where do we head from here? As we said, man, Jamie Redkay this week. After that, Joel Bomberger's the yeah. week after. Two services we want to remind you about this month. Yeah. The service of remembrance for those of us who've experienced loss. I'll remind you, it's not just loss of a loved one. It could have been loss of what you were hoping this year to be. It could mm-hmm. have been a year where you stepped out in a business decision only to have COVID end up wrecking that. Or I, whatever it is, man, There, this has been a year of loss. And this is a service to come and to celebrate the fact that our God is with us in the boat. Mm-hmm. Even if you think your God is asleep, he's with you in the boat, and yeah. uh, and you can find some peace in that for yeah. sure. So that's going to be our service of remembrance. Then we have yeah, our, our Christmas Eve, Christmas Eve stuff, John, the 23rd and 24th, five different mm-hmm. services to choose from. Make yeah. sure you check it out online. There is a chance to go, and are we reserving spots for that at the moment? Yeah, Did people do that? need to register. Yeah, yeah. If, you, if you don't mind, pick a service you'll be at. That way we know we, that we're leaving room for guest in particular, yeah. who uh, we don't want to have to put through that little hurdle of uh, signing up. So yeah, please, exactly. we'd appreciate it. Awesome. Anything else, buddy? No. Happy Thanksgiving, guys. Yeah. God bless you. We'll see you next week. Be well. Hey, thanks again for joining us today. We hope that you've been encouraged by listening and that you'll join us again next week. You can listen to previous episodes, find additional resources, and of course, learn more about us by visiting Church.com. Mm-hmm.